Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast, a show where a group of friends get together and talk about a variety of geeky topics. Find out what shows we've been watching, find out what movies we've seen, find out what games we're playing. Come along and join us. We hope you enjoy the show. Okay, I'm starting the recording. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name is always is Devin Turak, and today I'm joined by Patrick Leeson. Hello, how's it going everyone? Patrick Ramsahoy. Hello. Paul Sanders. Hey, everybody. And Dwayne McKinnon. Hello, all. So it's been a while since we've had, like, a full group, so... And it's also been uh, two months since we've last done a, a proper recording. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff in Segment 1, News and Rumors. Why don't we get right into it and... Uh, take just, everything up. Just because well, I love segment to. Segment 1 is, is our month in the, in the hobby. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. You're, you are correct. Segment 1 are our weeks slash months in the hobby. Uh, once again, as always, I'm going to start with Paul because I love to put him on the spot. Oh, you're a jackass. <laughs> um, so for the hobby, it's been mostly like doing a lot of Valheim. And uh, just this past week or so, we've dabbled into Conan styles a little bit. Um, at least some of us have. Let's transition. I don't know if everybody will make the transition. So far, it's interesting. So uh, we'll see how that goes. At least that's that's gaming wise. Um, I finished building my desk, and it's fantastic. A lot of pictures linked in Discord. I don't know if you saw them. I'm sure they did. Um, and as for movies and stuff, it's mostly a lot of Netflix and some Disney Plus stuff. Um, I'll start with the, with the Disney Plus, because I've been floating around, uh, I kind of got back into Marvel. I, I was just, I was just watching things on Disney Plus, trying to find something to watch, because I was bored. And, uh, I stumbled across, uh... Hawkeye. Yes. New Hawkeye series has dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, That's been up for a while, yeah. Four, well, there's four episodes. Yeah, it's there's only four it's episodes. Only been it's really not been that long. Anyway, and I just noticed it like two weeks ago, so give me a break. <laughs> Besides, there's no, it's one episode a week. It's not anywhere near being over. But uh, I binged the first three episodes of it. Wasn't entirely sure where it was going to go. Um, because the, the new stuff after Infinity War, I've just been sort of meh. I haven't really shown that much interest into it. So I watched the first three episodes of that, and then I was like, oh, well, I might as well finally, after all this time, um, check out Black Widow. I hadn't seen it yet, and I just sort of, I was really meh on watching it. Mm-hmm. Good thing I watched it, <clears throat> because the fourth episode of Hawkeye directly related to the very end after credit scene that happened in Black Widow. Spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> no, no, hold on. No, he, he didn't say I anything. Said, I just, I just How is that a spoiler? I haven't said anything other than make sure you watch Black Widow before you watch episode four of Hawkeye. <laughs> but now, how, how, now I have to know, I didn't know there was, uh, who who knew that there's post-credit things in Black Widow? I mean, come on, just it's a Marvel movie. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. I don't think pretty sure a spoiler, it's a given. Though. Pretty sure it's a given. Anyway, all I have to say is that if I if I hadn't watched Black Widow, that whole part in the fourth episode of Hawkeye, I would be like, "What the fuck? I don't get this. What does this have to do with anything?" Yeah. 
it all makes sense if you watch Black Widow. <laughs> so I'm kind of happy I slotted it in there right before, uh, right before I watched that fourth episode. So I thought that was kind of humorous. I'm like, ah, oh, played it out just right. Mm-hmm. Um, if we bounce to Netflix now, there's been a lot of stuff on Netflix that I've watched recently. Um, some of it's fairly old that I just sort of stumbled across. That, like uh, Shadow and Bone and some of Cursed. Kind of gave up on Cursed. Got to a, got to a point and I just sort of really lost interest in it. Um, I did watch the League of Legends Arcane show. Mm-hmm. How was it? It was actually extremely well done. I, I'm really looking forward to season 2 whenever it is uh, released. It was... The story was, was really, really um, there was another animated uh, one. Uh, I guess, I think, is it Japanese or Chinese? Patrick, you might know. The, that green snake that I recommended to you. Okay, um, I'm not too sure. I think it might be Chinese. But I'm not I positive. think I think it is. I think it is. But it was uh, it was really good as well. Um, I hate those. They sort of like they're slightly one-offs that leave you with a, a lot of questions. And a hoping for a sequel that they're never going to show you. Mm-hmm. They seem to do that a lot with a lot of these that I end up watching. So, um, and then I watched the uh, the live action series of Cowboy Bebop. Yes, which I thought was very good, and I'm very sad that they are not renewing. Yeah. Have you season. watched the animated? I have not watched the animation, but the preview that they give you, if you like, hover over the thing in Netflix. Was pretty much identical to one of the episodes from the live action first version. Up, the first, the, yeah, the first yeah. episode of the animated series is pretty much what they use for the first episode yeah. of the live action. Yeah. So I haven't watched. I haven't watched the animated series. I might watch it. I know there's some. Se- there's several. Um, there sort of like standalones. There, there is. Well, there are some also standalone episodes. Like the, the Japanese are famous for doing that with their their series. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, like you'll get a lot of that if you if you look into the um, Seven Deadly Sins series, where yeah. they sort of like do standalone episodes with the characters or whatever that has nothing to do with the storyline. But well, then know. again, I mean, look at Star Trek, right? I mean, yeah, well, yeah, um, it's, it's all it's all the same thorough idea, right? It's like, you know, but yeah, Japanese have it as well. There, yeah, I'm trying to figure out if there was anything else that I watched other than. And uh, honestly, can't think. Of it. Oh, I'm sure it'll come to you later on. Yeah, I've I've avoided watching some things that I don't really have any interest in anymore. Um, the, the first seasons of them interest me, and now I just sort of just don't really care where they go. Um, I haven't like I know the new season of Lost in Space has dropped. I haven't started watching it yet. I know it's there. Yeah, I they watched that. Finished the second season. I I never I didn't have got past season episode three of the first season. I went, holy crap, this science is shite. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's, it's not sci-fi. It's not the expanse, yeah. man. You're you're you have the wrong expectations going into it. It yeah. should have some sort of no. semblance to. No, you know, not at all. Not at all. It's an adventure movie or adventure show in space, starring little kids as the heroes. Don't expect there to be any science in this. Yeah, I want some um, science modern nowadays. Well, then go so just, go watch a different show. That's obviously this is not the show for you. Oh god, no, no. 
Anyway, um, I know season six of Lucifer has been out for quite a while. I haven't actually started watching it yet. Maybe because I don't want the show to end. Because <laughs> <laughs> I found it was really good. I just haven't gotten into it yet. Um, what else was there? Yeah, actually, speaking of the expanse, um, I got the email notification yesterday that mm-hmm. the new season just dropped yesterday. Yep. So yes. I, yep. I watched. I watched. The, it's only one episode for this season. I guess they're going to do the weekly release too. Oh yeah. fuck! I hate these people so much. Yeah, I, I really do hate it. I, I thought when it's like the new season has released, I'm like, oh cool, there's going to be more than one. I can, I can binge I was, the entire weekend. I was, I was cold. sadly, I was sadly disappointed, but I did watch the first episode and it's looking good. It's looking good. Yeah, I've, so. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I am grateful to the return of weekly releases. You're the only one. Very grateful. You're the only one. Yeah. It's just. We're so inundated. Well, I'm not. I don't mind watch. it because I can't binge anyhow. You don't yeah. have to still binge. You can wait till they're all out and then still watch them when you get yeah, a chance. I, no, I, I just can't spare the time to binge. Yeah, yeah the thing, there is that. Yeah, and the thing is, is that a lot of the shows that I try to watch these days, uh, I want to be a part of the conversation, and when they drop entire seasons at a time, I can't. Do that because I can't, watch. Binge, I can't binge the entire season like these people who seem to have nothing but free time, <laughs> you know. So, if I want to avoid spoilers, and I'm sure Dev, you can sympathize with me on avoiding spoilers, sure, I have to avoid all conversation about the shows until I actually get a chance to watch one a week. I can usually manage to see within a day or two of the release. And actually, be okay with seeing the conversations. So I have no interest in these quote-unquote conversations that people are having. Not at it, all. It all comes down to those people should be respectful of the fact that maybe not everybody has watched it and therefore shouldn't talk about it. Bingo. <laughs> That's how I view it. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say Gavin would not be the one to do that though, because you know he started watching the boys, and he, I know we've all seen it, but if we anyone hadn't watched it, he'd be he's like constantly going, "Oh, this is it's like." Stop saying stuff about a show. I mean, wow. even if he hadn't seen it, he'd, even if we hadn't seen it, he'd still be putting stuff out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he wouldn't be putting out anything that would really like give him. So, yeah, he does. Anyway, carry on, well, Paul. Um, so that's pretty much all I really had for myself. Okay. I, yeah, that that was my couple of months of hobbies because I missed the last couple. of all right, let's move on to Ramzahoy. What have you been up to? Uh, okay, well, uh, as far as viewing goes, uh, finally got uh, Disney Plus. They had their, you know, two dollar for one month, and then back up to the regular price special in around, uh, well, around Disney Plus Day. So, um, managed to uh, check out uh, Black Widow, and uh, I did enjoy it. Um, it didn't blow me away. I, d- I wasn't disappointed that I didn't see it in theaters, but uh, it, it certainly was a fun ride. I guess part of it is knowing that she she doesn't make it because yeah. we already saw Endgame. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't find it was super great. Mm-hmm. It was it was okay, I, but it I, didn't I grab it me a, like any of the earlier Marvel. Yeah, I liked it a lot, and I think uh, Florence Pugh uh, makes a fantastic addition. Oh yeah, to the MCU. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, so because we got it, we also checked out WandaVision. Uh, 
Um, did enjoy that. I don't know if it lived up to all the hype that it's been getting because it's uh, been winning a lot of awards lately. Um, I mean, it had a it had a really good start, and then the the climax and ending just sort of uh, you know uh, hit really hard without, I think, enough setup for what was going on with it. Um, and we started watching the first few episodes of Loki. So that that's kind of fun, but uh, I guess it's a little hard getting Brenda into it, so we're not watching it regularly. That that was about the only show that I've taken after mm. Infinity War that was actually like really good. So yeah, oh yeah, it, it it's turning out to be really good, but uh, I I don't know if it's really completely Brenda's cup of tea. She's uh, she's been wanting to watch the Christmas baking shows a lot more oh, than the of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's got her priorities so far out of whack, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been watching The Mandalorian as well, for, uh, just season one so far. Um, uh, you know, it's good, but it, it seems to be pretty standard kind of sci-fi. Um, it is exploring the Star Wars universe a little more, which uh, which is kind of interesting. With you know, there there was a point where the the episode where he's uh, had a ship taken apart by the Jawas. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I was wondering, is that supposed to be on Tatooine, or is it just that Jawas are all over the place? Uh, so uh, my, my theory, it's not Tatooine. It definitely yeah, is not Tatooine. It's, um, uh, yeah, I, I, it's... It, no, it definitely is not Tatooine, because he actually does go no, to Tatooine. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They mention it's not Tatooine. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they say the name of the planet. So yeah. here's that That makes me... Uh, uh, my my fan theory, or my headcanon theory, is now that the the dedicated Jawa intelligence network, the Jin, has, um, <laughs> has infiltrated corners of the universe that are sound-like planets where the Jawas will thrive, and now the Jawas are, Jawas are thriving there. And I actually right. commented about it when someone brought that up or brought up um uh, online in uh, on facebook and uh and now the dedicated jawa intelligence network is catching on and, and people have said i'm going to start using that in my game yeah. <laughs> well, uh, same thing for me dev i thought, the, I thought you the, didn't the... care about conversations about shows dev. no it's got, nothing, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with shows we were talking about uh the the <laughs> star wars role-playing game, role game. Okay. and dev i did the same thing with my with the d6 group mm -hmm. Because uh, I'm with Eric, and we mentioned the dedicated, and the GM's like, oh, really? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We, we, just, we did a mission on one planet where there was the, the underground, there was a Jawa crime syndicate. And nice. we're like, yeah, I love baby. it. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. Yep. Uh, let's see. what um, On Netflix, uh, yeah, so I... Finished off the Cowboy Bebop animated series. Mm -hmm. uh, started watching the uh, live action. I haven't been faithfully watching the live action, uh, so I'm up to, I think, see episode four or so. Um, I'm probably going to be a lot less interested in it now that I know that it's been canceled. Yeah, that's uh, a shame. Yeah, it it is interesting uh, comparing the two uh, because uh, there are some definite differences. Uh, between them, even though they're more or less following the same kind of storyline. Um, so it's interesting to see how they tried to to bring uh, everything forward with the live action. And it's also interesting seeing how it's still staying with that 90s sci-fi aesthetic. Mm -hmm. You know, um, which, you know, kind of caught me a bit by surprise when I was watching the animated series and then I remembered, oh yeah, this is still in the 90s, so yes, of course, uh, 
VCRs are still a big thing. <laughs> yes. there's, there's one episode that uh, that has that as a bit of a focus. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was funny because they're like, "What is this?" I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. The, what the hell is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Comey can't communicate is another anime that uh, I've been seeing showing up all over the place, so people are are interested in it. Uh, basically, a story about this girl who has everything sort, but she doesn't realize it, and uh, so when everybody's all gaga over her and uh, being really uh, keeping their distance, she thinks that she's just saying the wrong things all the time. So she has gotten a phobia about speaking out loud. Uh, which just endears her to everyone else. They think, oh, she's just you, so cool. You talked about this you yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yes. It's because they're doing, they're doing one week at a, or one episode a week release, so uh, uh, let's see how far up are we on this one. It's like, um, oh, like there's six or seven episodes into it now. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Oh, uh, season eight of The Flash, Armageddon, has dropped onto Netflix, so uh, they're actually uh, playing it as it has its regular releases. Um, so that's... Yeah. Uh, that. It's... Uh, I don't know, the Arrowverse is starting to wear itself out, uh, I think. Um, I mean, it's entertaining, but uh, it it's feeling like the, the writers are starting to run out of ideas on how to play to the Flash's strengths while at the same time uh, giving us something new and interesting. Uh, but, hey, if you've been uh, a fan of the Flash so far, it's still worth uh, checking out. Uh, let's see, on Prime, yeah, um, The Expanse, episode, the first episode of the final season, season six, has dropped, so check that out. Uh, did enjoy it. It's still uh, keeping with the uh, the, the good science fiction. Uh, it'll be a shame after this season, though apparently they're still kind of leaving the option open, at least as far as the story goes, for it to continue. So they're, they're I guess they're hopeful that somewhere another season's going to come out of it. Uh, let's see, in the gaming front, it's been a whole lot of Valheim. <laughs> so much Valheim. Yep. So uh, lately I've moved uh, a little further away from our uh, group server and onto just my private one. Uh, figured I'd start explore expanding on that. Uh, right about the same time you you died uh, in the mountains, Dev, mm -hmm. uh, I had a similar sort of problem. I died to some wolves in the mountains. But my problem was I had my weapons sheathed mm -hmm. when I went in. And uh, so I heard the howl, or the, the wolves came and attacked me. So I kept on pressing R to try and unsheathe my weapons. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't happening. I was in a fist fight with these wolves until they finally killed me. Yep, I've, I've had that problem before as well, where I've, I've been using the weapons and then I like went and punched something and then my uh, unsheathing no longer works. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you punch something so it's no longer considered to be... No, but 90% no, no, of the time, 90% of the time, it'll still work perfectly fine. Right. It's yeah. just the, yeah. that one time that you really need it and it stops working for you. That's yeah. why I, don't do, I wasn't using the R. It's more like just you know, the numbers and quick. Well, quick yeah, I, you know, R wasn't working, so I started using the numbers. And I guess at that point, the numbers, the R finally caught up. 
because I must have pulled it out briefly and then resheathed it, and I'm back to punching right away. And, and if you're if you're trying to you do it while you're in the middle of the animation, and it failed you. if you're if you're if you're trying to do it while you're in the middle of the the attack animation, then it won't work out as well. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. So I, I just did some exploring to find where the Elder is uh, in my world, and uh, he happens to be on the exact same island as the Merchant, which is kind of nice. Yeah, it was and, was uh, for us, too. No, the Elder wasn't on the same it island is. as... It is? Yep. Okay. All right. And I also have a couple of swamps there and a little sliver, sliver of plains on that island as well. Nice. Yeah. So... Uh, I'll be looking for a good place to set up a second base, and that might actually end up becoming my primary base. Um, as far as tabletop goes, uh, I'm uh, involved in Patrick Calden, one of our friends' uh, um, Greyhawk D&D 3.5 game. Um, and uh, it's getting a little interesting, so we've uh, we managed to beat uh, a group that was kind of like the KKK. So... <laughs> We're we're tied into the the version of uh, his campaign that he ran way back in high school, um, and so we're in the so sea hold of the pirate princes or something like that or princes. Anyhow, it's a it's basically a, a country that had been basic a uh, pirate haven like uh, Tortuga would have been back in the past, uh, and uh, has since become its own country and. Uh, They've uh, really been dependent on the slave trade, uh, where they're using the Olmen, which are basically like Native Americans or Central Americans, um, you know, the Inca and the Maya and that sort of stuff, uh, as uh, slave labor. And so, uh, way back when uh, uh, Prince Tarum managed to take over the country, but you know he can't just abolish slavery immediately, so he's switched it into a. a system of indentured servitude so uh, what's going on now is our party is allied with a uh, church uh, worshipping a, a god of freedom and uh, we're sort of infiltrating in uh, play, pretending to be merchants and we're uh, just trying to see is this indentured servitude thing for real or is it just another way of pretending that there's slavery or you know making slavery an accepted practice in, in the country so the, the campaign is called the Liberty Party. Uh, yeah. And so we uh, ran across a group that were basically, well, they're not quite KKK. They're just a bunch of people who uh, had their lives go south because uh, of the slave trade. You know, um, not they were trying to benefit from it, but you know, I used to work on the docks and then they started bringing in the slaves and I lost my job sort of idea, right? So they, they don't like the, the Olmen. Uh, the, peop the people that are the primary slaves, and so they were going around and killing uh, people or you know slaves, uh, and so we were try we uh, did a little secret mission to try and stop them. And now we're dealing with a, a necromancer, or at least the effect after effects of a necromancer. We've been uh, fighting a lot of undead zombies and skeletons and so on. Um. As far as my own game goes, so the Pathfinder 2nd Edition, I think since uh, we've had one session since the last time we actually recorded, so that was a really long time ago. <laughs> Not from a lack of trying, uh, we've had lots of uh, sessions set up, but they always ended up getting cancelled at the last minute. Um, 
And uh, on a personal note, uh, Brenda, a few years ago, gave me this T-shirt uh, that says, uh, when the DM smiles, it's already too late. Uh, and I, every now and again, I would, I always wear one of the gaming T-shirts she gave me when I'm uh, playing or running a game. Uh, so whenever I, f I found that whenever I was wearing this particular shirt, we'd always end up having a last minute cancellation. Uh -huh. um, and so I uh, called it the curse of the cursed t-shirt and I determined that I will be wearing that t-shirt every session until we have three consecutive sessions just so I can prove that the curse isn't real. <laughs> um, anyhow, as soon as I announced that, uh, we couldn't we had to end up canceling like two sessions in a row. Uh, we were finally able to play on Thursday for the first time in a long time. Uh, this was a getting together in person game. Um, the shirt was in the launch. No, no, I I made sure I wore the shirt, and I'm still going to be wearing it the next time we play, which is supposed to be on December 22nd. And even though it's that close to Christmas, everyone has said that they'll be able to make it. Mm -hmm. So hopefully it'll be a, a go ahead. Um, so there hasn't been a whole lot of movement, obviously, on what's going on. Uh, they have... Uh, I've created a version of uh, Mind Flayers, uh, and so they have discovered that there is that the big boss that they're dealing with right now is a Mind Flayer, uh, and they've uh, decided to actually try to infiltrate the cavern and try and get to this big bad uh, and finally take it out. So they, we got started on the getting through the cave entrance uh, aspect of it. So they had six guards that they had to take on uh, and they're down to just two of the guards but we weren't able to finish the fight before we had to call it a night. But it uh, it's, it should be interesting because that not, not only is it that they're going in after the big bad, but once they start, they're not really going to have any time to rest. So they, they have to take uh, the economy of their spells and so, and so on into account and uh, it's kind of fun seeing the, the spellcasters actually in the front and dealing with hand to hand or you know just focusing on using cantrips so they can save the big spells for when they're facing the big bad um and i think that uh, pretty much oh yes sorry i did start watching arcane season one i watched the first episode it does look like it'll be pretty good um Oh, on, on Adult Swim, there is a new animated series called uh, Blade Runner Black Lotus. Um, watch the first episode of it. It could be interesting, but it uh, seems to have an awful lot of tropes. Uh, it really depends on... Or it, it does kind of rely on us knowing the Blade Runner universe. Uh, because there are things about the main character that if you understand the Blade Runner universe, you're going to get right away. If you don't understand it, you're just going to be, eh, what's going on here? Um, but I kind of, I was a bit disappointed with the animation style. It seems almost like it's a an up, update on Reboot as far as the way everything looks. So people look a lot more realistic than they did in Reboot. But at the same time, uh, looking at other... Uh, computer animated or computer generated uh, uh, animations it, it it just isn't quite there it, it it still looks a little fake almost like I'm watching a video game capture rather than a, an actual uh, actual animated show and uh, that is pretty much the end of what I've been doing okay let's move on to Dwayne okay um, well, as far as what I've been up to, uh, first thing I guess I'll talk about is 
uh, Pat's game. And I, as, as he was saying, we finally managed to get together after trying for a number of different times. I will say uh, we came up with a plan to head straight for the big bad and deal with it. However, the big bad wasn't ready to be wasn't wasn't ready to be confronted. So we changed the plan. So um, but uh, yeah, my wizard ended up in the front lines a little more than I would have liked. But overall the strategy is working. So we'll see how that goes. Let's see, uh, in role-playing, um, still doing some stuff with Pathfinder Society. Uh, my bomber is semi-retired due to lack of scenarios, but uh, my mutagenist just hit fifth level. So that's fun. Uh, had a, uh, they're, they're doing a few two-parters in the current season of Pathfinder Society. Okay year of shattered sanctuaries and so uh one two-parter was for character levels one through four and it worked out that i was able to finish off fourth level playing both of those and yeah you know i mean pathfinder society is a lot of fun i recommend it to anybody it's all pickup games so you can play as much as you want or as little as you want and there's also, there's even now where there is more in-person stuff going on. There's still a lot of uh, a lot of online stuff going on. One of the uh, official online uh, Pathfinder Society lodges, uh, Cadence Keg, is having their big uh, their big convention, so to speak, uh, um, ascension this weekend, actually. I wasn't able to sign up for any games, though. But uh, it's celebrating the ascension of Caden Kalian from mortal adventurer to godhood. So, uh, so yes, there's all that. Um, been playing Magic the Gathering Arena a fair bit, still. Still enjoying it. Uh, they just updated the client yesterday, and they've got something new. They're calling it Alchemy. And it involves uh, digital-only cards that they say may be rebalanced later. It really strikes me that they're trying to turn the arena players into beta testers. Like, they have these ideas for cards, and they want to see how they play, and since they don't have to do an actual print run. Gee, it sounds like a lot of game companies. Mm -hmm. You know, they put it out there. And they may rebalance them later. Yeah. Just call it early access. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's digital only. Yeah. So uh, you can buy packs of these digital only cards, these alchemy cards. That... Uh, I never bother buy packs. I basically win enough just by playing. So I've got enough in-game gold that I could get 
I think it's like 250 packs right now, so. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm still having fun with that. Um, Reading-wise, I signed up for Kobo Plus again. Ah. Uh, in case folks haven't heard of what Kobo Plus is, it's Kobo's uh, all-you-can-read subscription service. Um, so they were offering the first two months free, cancel any time. So I signed up again. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what's available. What's available on the service changes every now and then. For example, the first time I subscribed, uh, the entirety of Terry Goodkind's Sword of Truth was available on the, on the service. It's no longer available on the service. So. Uh, read a couple of books by an author I like named Jennifer Estep. That was fun. Uh, but right now what I'm reading, uh, because the second season of The Witcher is coming soon, uh, I've been reading The Witcher, the original novels, um, thankfully translated to English as I do not read Polish. Um, and so far so good. I've been enjoying them. I'm on the second uh, short story collection, Sword of Destiny, it's called. Uh, on the Marvel Unlimited side, I've kind of fallen off my reading there. I'm still on May 2014. On the bright side, uh, they've made some changes to the, uh, to the Marvel Unlimited app. I believe I was complaining about it on the last podcast but they've restored the ability to search by publication date and year. So that makes my life a lot easier as far as my uh, preferred, preferred way of reading the content. And on the TV side, I've actually been watching a fair bit the past month or so, more than I have recently. Uh, Wheel of Time. I'm almost caught up on it. I'm halfway through uh, last night's episode. Uh, Flash, I'm completely caught up on, and uh, I've been enjoying it a lot more than you seem to have, Pat. Like, Armageddon's yeah. been fun, as, especially part four. Mm. Like, the one, that just, the one that just dropped okay. on Netflix on Thursday. Yeah. Part four was really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I think, about three episodes into the second half of Masters of the Universe Revelation. Mm -hmm. And that's been a fun series. Uh, Hawkeye I'm completely caught up on and it's been great. Uh, really, really enjoyed that. And the last thing that I took a bit of an interest in and I actually finished off the first season, um, Ultraman. I don't know if any folks have seen. No, that's the live action one, right? No, this is an anime. Oh, the anime. Okay. Yeah, uh, I've done some digging. Apparently, there is going to be a season two, but when that'll be available, nobody knows. But they've actually shown like uh, some production stills, so to speak, and that so. I don't think it's vaporware. I just think they haven't said when they're going to release it yet. 
uh, on the movie side of things, um, haven't gotten out to see a lot. Uh, one of the reasons why Pat's game got canceled one night was that uh, our friend Craig won two tickets to Ghostbusters Afterlife. And so uh, he and I wanted to check that out uh, about two and a half weeks ago. Because uh, the tickets were only for Wednesday night. And unfortunately, they were at uh, Landmark Cinema's Canada. So what did you think of it? It was okay. Um, the characters were good. Uh, I thought Phoebe was fantastic, which is a good thing because the entire movie is basically on this kid's shoulders. Uh, I was disappointed in the plot. Um, if they do more, I'll happily watch it. But, uh, but yeah, um, it leans so far on nostalgia that it turned into repetition. Yeah, it did mm -hmm. look very nostalgic. Uh, which didn't quite work for me, but, uh, but yeah, if they do, if they do more, I'll be interested to check it out. So, okay, hold uh, on. Is, is your favorite Ghostbusters still the one with the women? Because um, I remember when we did the conversation yeah. about that, you had said well, that it, you actually so much, prefer it. I do. I do. Mostly, mostly because watching the original two now mm -hmm. i find that peter venkman is a character i just really have very little use for sure and a lot of those movies are is peter venkman uh, although uh i i will say that the character gets a much deserved comeuppance in afterlife Okay. Which I enjoyed quite a bit. <laughs> so, uh, so there was that. Uh, I still very much enjoy Answer the Call, which is what they started subtitling the 2016 one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I might have enjoyed this one, Afterlife, a little bit more if they'd gone for a bit more originality, I probably would have called this one my favorite uh, without reservations. But I, it was the same sort of problem that I had with um, the first uh, Star Wars sequel. What was that one Force, called? Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, no, no, sorry. Uh... No, no, for Force Awakens. Yeah, Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, Force Awakens. You know, if it hadn't been such a beat-for-beat beat reprise of A New Hope, <laughs> I would have enjoyed it a lot more. And Afterlife has the same problem. Uh, and that's really all that I've been up to. I've got a few things for uh, 
news and rumors. Okay. Well, I'll go next, and then we'll leave Pat for last, or maybe skip over him altogether. <laughs> Before you start, yeah. um, I have to head off. So, uh, thanks, guys, for... Uh, oh, bye, Paul. We miss you already. Yes, I will <laughs> give my mother her best. Happy birthday to her for us. Alright, we'll see you guys later. Okay. See ya. Uh, so I guess I'll start. Um, I've been. I'm gonna start with TV shows. Um, I did watch the new season of Lost in Space, and it's. I, I I find that show very enjoyable. So I'm I'm having. I really enjoyed this season as well. Um, I think the second season is probably my favorite between the three of them, but mm. uh, but this one was good too. Um, I also noticed that the newest third season of um titans has just dropped i haven't had a chance to watch it yes. yet but uh, that's definitely next on my list um i'm also yeah, kind I'm, of i'm still on season one of titans so <laughs> uh, i'm uh slowly making my way through cowboy bebop still uh I've, i'm about as far in i think as pat is um, I started watching that with Jen. She's lost interest in it, so it's kind of mm -hmm. on me. But I'm also at the same time watching uh, Doom Patrol, the third season of Doom Patrol, and that is such a great show that uh, that I I, have, I find it hard to be drawn away from Doom Patrol in order to watch Cowboy Bebop. But I will get back to it. Mm -hmm. um, for movies, I haven't seen anything in the theater since the last time we had our conversations. I don't think. I think Dune was the last thing I've seen in theaters, and it was awesome. Um, last night I watched a movie on Netflix. This might be on American Netflix, though, or possibly European Netflix. I don't know if it's available in Canada. Called Night Teeth, and it's about exactly what you'd expect to be about. It's a vampire movie where oh, she's on a plane, isn't she? No, no, that's no. Um, that is oh, Blood Red in Eye, the... Red Blood Eye. in the yeah. Sky, Blood in the Sky, I think. Yeah. Um, no, this is um, kind of the classic um, Vampire the Masquerade tale where there are different clans or, or different rulers who have split uh, the, the town of L.A. up into five or six different sectors. And there's this one sector that all vampires are not allowed to go into uh, where the humans mainly live. And then one, um, one vampire is exiled or is being punished by the, the bosses. So he decides to turn on them and uh, start eradicating all the bosses and also attacking the humans, start, trying to start a war, basically. Um, it's very good. Uh, this this poor human kid gets drawn into the middle of it as a, the chauffeur for a pair of pretty hot women who are running around. Oh, I saw the trailer right. for that it one. It is, yeah, it is okay. awesome. Yeah. I just looked it up. Night Teeth is available on Netflix Canada. Perfect, perfect. I think you guys, I think you guys really enjoy it. Um, the, there's there's a a neat little love story between the human and one of the vampires. The whole thing is just very very cute, and it very much reminds me of like a, a vampire story or a vampire the masquerade type story. So I really enjoyed that. Um, back to tv shows jen and i are making our way through vikings uh she'd never seen it before i finally convinced her to start watching it and and in three days we're already into the second season so i i think she's enjoying it um she was a little hesitant <laughs> she was a little hesitant because there's a lot of you know brutality in it and, and while she likes war and action and and killing not so much like bloodshed and torture so uh she was a little hesitant 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 going into it um, for video games, pretty much just the Valheim like we've discussed, and in the past 12 hours or so, I've gotten into Conan Exile because appears that's the next game that we're moving into as Valheim has kind of run its course. We're almost at the end boss, 
once we kill the last boss on either the next or the one after Tuesday Twitch stream, we'll probably kind of shelve Valheim for a while and mm -hmm. uh, concentrate more on uh, on this Conan Exile. Uh, again, it's the same kind of very very similar type of game. It's a survival game where you you know gather resources, you craft build weapons, skills, build then... your skills, do attack creatures, skin them for materials, and then use that to craft stuff. So it's it's very much a similar type of game to Valheim. So uh, based on that alone, and it's in the Conan universe, which you know we love, and there's a lot of brutality that comes with uh, with being in the Conan universe, and. For some reason, a lot of nudity as well. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting game where they really don't pull any punches. Uh, for role-playing games, um, not a lot going on. My Monday night Star Wars group is finally, finally able to get back together again. We've actually had three sessions in a row, and I, th oh, nice. I think we're going to have a fourth session this week. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, my Thursday night group has kind of um, one of the one of the players. Who was our GM for the uh, the fifth ed D and D game that he was running? He's taken a bit of a break just for personal reasons, and so we've kind of been just throwing around throwing around ideas for what to do while he's gone uh, before he comes back. Uh, so they asked me to to run my Viking game that I've been talking about using the Pendragon rules. So uh, we roll up characters uh, a few weeks ago. We've got through two sessions so far. Um, the first session, they were involved in a thing as newly um, minted warriors. Like, just they finally turned 16 uh, and and have all this, the skills and, and um, abilities they needed in order to qualify to be a warrior. So their, their, their parents bring them along to uh, a, a yearly gathering called the thing so that was their first real interaction with the pendragon system so we got to do a lot of like personality trait checks uh, some some passion checks got they had a chance to do some oration in front of the lords and so it was it was a lot of fun and then the second session was uh, a raid that we uh, that we did on the the frankia coast or the coast of frankia that was super fun um so i, I think they're really enjoying it um i can't wait to do the first year end and kind of show them some of the the neat bits about uh pendragon system Pendragon's, yeah yeah about how it's it's not really it's not like a day-to-day -day, uh adventure it's more of a no. over the course of a year here's the cool things that you did and here's how your skills improve because of that and it's also you know uh, generational generational yeah get, get kids get kids <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you really want to get buried as fast as possible or at least start pumping out babies so if you die because it is a brutal system and of course they're not wearing you know plate armor the way we would in a knightly game uh they're no. wearing kerboli armor which is <laughs> and 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 they're big norsemen fighting against other big norsemen so if they get hit they get hit like it's it's a brutal game when you're dealing with low armor so mm -hmm. and especially with the as starting characters with low skill as well um yes. it's it, it has the potential to be a very deadly game very quickly that's really the only role-playing games that i've been doing in the, the past month or two um we haven't really gotten together i haven't been able to get together for a weekend game with you guys for a long time so i haven't been able to do my star wars game i haven't been part of the the paladin game that uh, that our buddy eric has going on so hopefully in the new year now that my schedule is cleared up a bit more um i'll be able to get back on board and, and we'll actually start doing more stuff on the weekends um i think that's everything that i want to talk about okay pat let's move on to you
All right, uh, we'll start with the movies I watched recently. Uh, the ones on Netflix, you'll get you'll get an idea for. Uh, I paid for through Google and that. You'll see what it's for. Um, with Danny Trejo called Dead Again in Tombstone. Okay. Uh, where he's a you know gunfighter who gets killed but comes back to life, and and hunts down. The, he was cursed, so he has to go take care of the people that he killed, because um, he kills them. They're all cursed at the same time. They keep coming back to life. And they start wearing people's other people's skins because their bodies are rotted. So and then Dead Again in or Dead Again in Tombstone. <laughs> which is <laughs> continuing the same thing with the character. Um, so yeah, that's for getting ready for my Deadlands campaign, which I'll talk more about in, in a bit. On I saw one called The King, uh, which is sort of retelling of Henry the Fourth, Henry the Fifth, and stuff like that uh, from Shakespeare uh, with the Timothy, the guy from uh, who, who stars in Dune. It, it's pretty good. Uh, it's definitely got some grittiness to it that the uh, Henry the Fifth, the Kenneth Branagh one didn't have. Uh, I saw one with uh, Kubit Gooderjinin called The Devil's Tomb where they, they, they you know, it's a horror sort of horror sort of idea. It wasn't too bad. Uh, of course, Cowboy Bebop, which I mean, I love the aesthetics for the Cowboy Bebop. Mm -hmm. You know, with the 1950s cars and stuff like that in some cities. I knew you and, would. <laughs> oh yeah, well, it was just, it's just the, and, and the jazz music throughout the stuff was mm -hmm. was quite good. I really like that one. Uh, yeah. it's an end. It's too bad it's it's ending, but I can I can see it because people have to think for the movie, and, and let's face it, most American audiences don't like have to think outside their box too much uh, that's it for movies really because uh, I've been doing two courses uh, psychology and project management so I haven't been doing too much watching of TVs and that because a lot of my evenings have been taken up with these guys playing Valheim <laughs> <laughs> when I'm free it's Valheim Valheim uh, and I, I, yeah, I, the Conan one is we're, we're getting to now because we're getting near the end of the run for Valheim for a while, anyways, until they come out with some new uh, updates. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it. And then yeah, I started the Conan one. Uh, role playing, however, is still doing the every biweekly the D6 campaign, which is going quite well. It's it's a lot of fun with the people and the GM. He's he's pretty easy going for changing stories and stuff like that. I have a droid friend. We're we're starting to work on droids. So Dev, you remember when we started modifying droids like crazy and they, they oh I remember acting up? yeah. So we're doing that. And like I said, we brought up the dedicated Jawa intelligence. So the GM is like, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yep, because we got tempted to play Jawas when it's like here's a criminal element and there's you know they're wearing exoskeletons. They have jetpacks. And Eric and I are like, can we play these guys now? <laughs> oh, never mind our characters. We're going to start playing Jawas. <laughs> and then the Conan role-playing game uh, with our friend Bruce. That's going well. We're also doing one called Yig's Drazel where it's we're playing Vikings, but it's not it's its, its own system. Mm -hmm. um, it's the Modifius system. It's pretty. It's pretty brutal. Like you, people go down like crazy easy. Uh, NPCs are basically one or two hits, and they're down. Except for my guy's a berserker, so usually it's you know when he starts going crazy, it's one hit and they're down. But in this game, going berserk is cool, but 
but you really run out of insurance really fast. Because once you start, you can't stop until they're all dead, or you go unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> what, ha what happens if you run out of enemies before you run out of stamina? You don't want your friends nearby. Mm -hmm. Or, sorry, they don't want to be nearby you. Because there's this thing of like, oh, I'm still berserk, I'm still an enemy. Hmm. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's, it's a fun uh, system. And then still doing the original D&D &D game as well, like the very first box set, we're doing that as a nostalgic sort of thing every once in a while. Forgot how quickly people die. We've had almost TPKs three times now. It's like one or two peoples comes out, Hey, I've lived! Where's the rest of the party? Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it really did become a lot more player-friendly as the, the additions kind of went on. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, and then, well, my, sorry, my, my Deadlands campaign... Uh, which is going quite well. Uh, the party is doing really good. Gavin and his wife Jess have joined in. And she is a saloon girl. And he is a territorial ranger. In the, the town where Eric Eric mm -hmm. is the sheriff. And the last one was pretty interesting. Because there was a big huge poker tournament going on. And then banditos and undead were robbing. Going to rob the place. Because $100,000 of money plus more. Now, in the town, I had a uh, demon, because uh, in Deadlands, as Patrick and Dwayne know, and I think Dev as well, there's the Manitou, which are spirits of dead people that mm -hmm. got corrupted in, in sort of hell, and then they come back on, on that sort of idea. Well, one person's is a true, true demon, not a Manitou. So, but she's just been in the town, just wandering around, just looking through things. So, Jess's character who had no idea what this is, sees the person going up, you know, during the c combat where a lot of townsfolk are hiding, and Eric's character goes out, Stop her! Stop the demon! So Jess did a taunt, and she rolled really, really, really well. So she managed, we, we ended off where she managed to taunt the demon! <laughs> piss off the demon! <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> it's like... Because I wasn't prepared for that, so I was like, okay, you're about to have a major fight. How about we pause the game here? <laughs> so you guys can think about what you did. Uh, so that's happening tomorrow, so we're really looking forward to that. That's it for me. Okay. Well, I think, I think that's everyone, so why don't we move on to segment two, news and rumors. There's what? a bunch of stuff coming out uh, very, very soon, actually, like in the next mm -hmm. couple of weeks that I'm super excited about. Uh, my favorite, of course, is going to be uh, The Book of Boba Fett, which comes out the last week of the year, 28th, 29th? 29th, I think. 29th, yes. Super, super looking forward to that. Um, I'm going to be on vacation when the first episode drops, but that's fine because... Uh, Oh, wait, no. That, that's the one show I will watch weekly as it comes out. Not so I can have conversations with people about it, but because I, I, just can't, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't, I can't hold off on that on Star Wars. So I'll definitely be watching that kind of weekly as it, as it drops. The rest, I always wait until the whole season's over, then I'll watch it all together. Uh, I got a couple quick ones because I'm going to have to go do some stuff for, stuff for my mom. But um, Michael Keaton's returning as Batman. Yep interesting yeah uh it's it's going to be in the flash movie okay so is it, you know, the, because it's multi multi-universal multi-universal exactly multi-dimensional multi-universes and stuff like that so yeah michael keaton gets to uh be the older batman and i'm like that's pretty cool because you know 
he's still one of my favorite Bat- Batmans out there. Yeah, I really liked him uh, as the original, really movie yeah. Batman, because it was mm-hmm. so different than the only screen Batman we'd seen up until then, which was the the '66 Batman, the campy one. Yeah, <laughs> Adam West, baby. Yeah, I mean I, that that's great, see. great on its own, but oh yes, not but, yeah. really. You can't and, take it seriously, unfortunately. No, and I like the Michael Keaton. I thought did a good job back then, so it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see him reprise the role like 40 years later mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and then there's Witcher coming out very soon on Netflix mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be uh, I think the 17th so next Friday yeah uh, what else uh, oh boy this, I'm trying to think so what we already talked about Bebop oh, being cancelled yeah, Dwayne. Go ahead, Dwayne. Okay, go go ahead, Dwayne. I'll be back in just a couple uh, minutes, guys. So, start off with a piece of very sad news. Mm-hmm. Um, George Perez, the legendary comic book artist, has announced that he has stage three inoperable pancreatic cancer, and uh, has elected to decline treatment. So he basically has somewhere between six months to a year. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he, he had retired a couple of years ago um, because uh, health complications from diabetes. He wasn't able to keep up with any sort of a regular workload. But, uh, you know, this guy just absolutely brilliant artist. Phenomenal. And uh, probably the best comic book artist that's doing crowd scenes of all time. Um, you know, it, it seemed to be a game with him how many characters he could get into like a single page. Uh, and nobody, nobody did it better. So, uh, real shame there. Uh, you know, hopefully he's able to spend his remaining time with his family and works out okay. Uh, interesting statement by Kevin Feige, um, producer extraordinaire of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's gone on record saying that uh, whenever Daredevil will show up, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he'll be played by Charlie Cox. Yeah. He's not committing as to when this might be or where this might be or anything like that. But he said, you know, that uh, when the time comes for Daredevil, they want to work with Charlie Cox again. And I think they said the same for D'Afrio as Kingpin and... Um, oh, he's uh, an amazing Kingpin. And uh, yeah. Bar- Jay Baruchel as um, a Punisher. Uh, so there's been nothing about Punisher or Kingpin except speculation. Okay. Uh, and D'Onofrio, uh, D'Onofrio has been very vocal ever since, uh, Daredevil was canceled at Netflix in the great Marvel purge. Um, he loves the character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He loves playing the character. He was so good. He wants to do more with, he wants to do more with the character. I hope, he can, I hope he can. And so, when this thing from Foggy came out, 
uh, D'Onofrio went on Twitter, as he often does, and he's here, he's here gone like, you know, happy to hear that Charlie Cox, who is absolutely fantastic, uh, will get a chance to keep going as Matt Murdock. And he also brings up uh, Deborah Ann Wall, who played uh, Karen and everything, all this stuff. And he doesn't say anything about himself. Mm -hmm. that. But there are there is a fair amount of speculation that he will be reprising the role and perhaps be reprising the role very soon. So a number of people took the opportunity to uh you know do the whole nudge nudge wink wink say no more <laughs> mm -hmm. type stuff with that. So uh, we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. Well, um, well Alfred Molina, you know, in the new Spider Man movie is sort of giving people hope on that sort of thing because I I find it hard to think of another actor who could play Doc Ock quite as well. I'm sure they're out there, yeah. but Yeah, well, um, on the press tour for um, No Way Home, they've actually been having um, a villain's mm -hmm. uh, interview room <laughs> where uh, all three of the returning folks sit down with the press. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and Melina was gone, like, they were saying how this has got to be like the longest pickup of an option in Hollywood ever. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, just because of how much time has gone by. Mm -hmm. And Melina was saying, you know, I get the script and I think this is fantastic. And then I'm like, but, you know, how can I do this? Uh, you know, it's been almost 20 years. I've got chins now. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, wait a minute. They've got the technology. They can do this. <laughs> yeah. Plus, his character was killed in the movie, so he wouldn't be exactly yep. the same. Yeah. So, um, I'm really looking forward to No Way Home. I've started studiously avoiding everything because they're into the stage where they're putting out too much. Yep. You know? <laughs> So, uh, but I'm, I, I'll be going to see that. The uh, already got plans. I'm going to see it the first Tuesday. It's out. And that, and the other thing that I'm starting to get really interested in, and I really want to go see it, is uh, the Matrix. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, the rebooted. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, I don't think it's, it's rebooted. Uh, no, it's not rebooted. But I'm trying to think the re. What's it? The title re. Resurrection. 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 Yeah. 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 And uh, no, like trailers have done a very good job at getting me interested in this film. So, mm. but oh, that uh, is their right, now, right now, my main priority is to get out and see Eternals before it leaves. I want to see Eternals on a big screen. Oh, hold on. I did see Eternals, and that probably was since the last time we talked. Ah, excellent. Thank you for bringing yeah. that up. Yeah, Eternals yeah, is very good. 
It's uh, weird coming out, but good. Yeah, Disney Plus is getting it uh, in January. Yeah, the twelfth, twelfth of yeah. January. Good job. So, anyways, that's everything that I've got uh, for news. Now, does anyone have anything to talk about for segment three? Do we do we want to just call it here? It's, uh, it's... I, I don't have anything really for segment three. Neither do I. Okay, well, why don't we just say thank you for joining us for another catch-up episode of the Out of the Basement podcast, and we'll thank see you, you next time. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. Bye. All right. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of the Basement podcast. We'd like to thank Radio Free Music for our intro and outro music. Both songs were done by an amazing artist named Silent Partner. The intro music is called Drop and Roll, and the outro music is called Grand Navy Plaza. And we'll have links to both those songs in our show notes. If you liked what you heard and wish to support the show, please consider becoming a backer on Patreon. We can be found at patreon.com slash OOTBpod. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.